Yes, Sarski, you are tuned into another edition of Infinite Vibes. Yeah, I am yeah. Moran, the man. The pull-up action is official. I'm in the presence of an up-and-coming artist who is out here putting on for the Midwest right now. For a fact, for a fact, it's your boy Huey V, man. What's poppin' with you? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm great. We in Atlanta, GA. He's been kicking it, running around the city, going crazy for the past few days. So yeah, on a scale yeah. from 1 to 10, how has my city been treating you? Oh, it's fire so far. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It's fire. I'm on vacation out here. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm on vacation <laughs> out here. It's been nice. It's been Word. nice. I know you've hit up a strip club. Oh, no, not even. Not oh, even. I'm working, on, man. man. I'm working. I'm on, I'm on vacation, but I'm working. I'm oh. working. I'm working. But who knows? Who knows what I, what I might get into? Absolutely. Yeah, man. I got a private session, listening party, and stuff like that. So okay. Afterwards, yeah, we might get into some shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, I like it, man. He is definitely about his business. He's definitely professional. You got to do what you got to do first so you can do what you want to do later. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ball out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. ball out afterwards. For a fact. For sure, for sure, man. So, you know, you are artists, you represent in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. But um the Midwest, I feel like the Midwest as a whole has been on fire as of late. So Oh yeah, going crazy. Mm-hmm. So how does it feel for you to be putting on for this new era of just new artists from your side of the world? Uh I feel like a pioneer in a sense. Like we had somebody before, of course you got LaKea now at QC. Mm-hmm. But before uh before her was a. Uh, can't even remember his name from uh in my project. Yo, that's like Cuckoo what came to Yeah, <laughs> Cuckoo Cow. That was the other person, but you know, his his story kind of ended in and it was a little fuzzy. It was a little fuzzy. I say that. So for me to be coming out out of my generation, you know, putting up for lyricists and shit mm-hmm. like that, it's a it's a good feeling. A good that feeling. part. Cause you know, when I listen to your music, um, you really when I listen to how you deliver on your songs, mm. you don't really sound like somebody that just goes in the booth and do everything, just do anything. Nah, I got I got to write it out. Mm. I got to write it out. Sometimes I'll freestyle like melodies, but for the most part, like I like to have my thoughts like planned out. That part, that mm. part. Rappers still write in today's era. Oh That's yeah, for a fact. Yeah, when when they, usually when people say they they, they freestyling, it'd be like punch ins. Mm-hmm. So I I consider that like it's freestyling, but it's not really like freestyling. Right, it's not because you could delete that. Yeah, you could delete that. Yeah. <laughs> that part, that part. So you know, growing up in Milwaukee, you know, growing up in the Midwest, talk to us about your origin. What was life like for you growing up, man? Um, it was interesting. I I say that it was definitely interesting. Um, but reckless and fun. Like you know, when you grow up inside of that type of environment, it's not necessarily dangerous to you because that's all you really know. Mm. Not until you see the rest of the world. But I didn't really get to leave the city until I turned like twenty two for the first time. I really left. You know, going to Chicago. I don't, I don't really count that because that's kind of like you know next door. It's, right. it's basically the exact same thing type stuff. <laughs> right. So for the first time when I went out to like. Miami and out to New York and made me kind of put things into perspective like how the city is so when we went out to DR I'm like walking around looking at stuff I'm like damn this kind of remember like remind me of the crib a little bit right. like some parts of their they city look kind of like my, how my city is how my neighborhood is type stuff mm. I mean what is life like in Milwaukee because you know being from Atlanta, the only thing that I can say I know about Milwaukee is the Bucks. That's it. I don't know nothing about yeah, Milwaukee yeah. and the state of Wisconsin, the Green Bay Packers. That's as far they, as it they, go. They they shot the they shot the Pfizer up on the on the last day of the uh uh like dinner our last our last game of the uh of the series type stuff. Mm. I think it was the game before before our uh, closing game mm. type stuff to just tell you how that how that is type stuff. I think it was like eleven hundred people out there or whatever shot that whole stadium up. Like is you like shot it like. Not, they shot the whole stadium. I'm That's to crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. They had to shut it down for the last game that we had out there. Type stuff. When it's too many of us in one location, it get rowdy. Mm. I say that every single time we gonna turn up. Every mm. single time. Every single time. That's crazy. So is it because 
every so often, whenever we have a guest on the show that's not from the city, yeah. they always talk about how, you know, it's hard for some of the up-and-coming artists to get along and build with each other. Is it like that in Milwaukee? Nah, I I say I say they got a, a it's a growing music community. Okay. Real embracing and stuff like that. It's the battle really be between like the 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 performing community and hip hop and the venues. Mm. Cuz predominantly like the venues is like majority white owned. Mm. So like it's really a a a, a they trying to break barriers basically. Milwaukee's hip hop scene is very like encaged, but mm. it's like it's very loving and embracing type stuff because okay. everybody's trying to find a way to make it out. So every time I go back home, I try to show some type of love. I bring an artist out on one of my showcases. Whatever I can make happen, I try to show some type of love. That part, that part. So, you know, doing music, you know, just to get to where you are right now, we all know how this goes. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. So when did you start making music? When I started making music? Yeah. I, I say I, I started writing when I was like 14. Okay. I originally started with like poetry. I originally started with like poetry, and then after uh, I say probably maybe about two years, I wrote my first like real rap. But it wasn't until like Kendrick, mm. the it was the rigor mortis instrumental. And when the actual song I heard the instrumental it was the jazz, mm-hmm. it made me start rapping about like real life, like the things that were happening around me at that moment, like that type of stuff. That's when I started rapping about like the now. Um, and then by eighteen, I hit my first studio. My boy uh, Joe Jetson, shout out to him. He, okay. he, been, he basically been recording me anytime I go back to the city mm. type stuff. If it's not um, in Miami and getting my stuff mixed by Guru, then when I'm back in the city, then I'm getting mixed by him type stuff. That's that's my version of Guru. Hard, yeah. hard. But Dope. by 18, we put out we put out our first mixtape uh, called Get Well Soon. Mm. And then after that, I put out my next single called No Regrets, and that was the one that got me discovered type stuff like that. Beautiful. So it's probably been about like yeah, like like ten years, ten years coming up on eleven. Mm-hmm. Hey man, that eleven year anniversary is right around the corner. Eleven year anniversary, right around the corner for a fact. Mm-hmm. Right around the corner. So you know, talk to us about just the grind within itself. Like, did you have moments where you got frustrated? Did you have moments that made you say, "Man, yeah, I, I it's, can't"? It, it's it's always a little bit frustrating because just just people naturally would expect some type of immediate like instant gratification especially with like social media and stuff like that yeah. you always feel like you're supposed to be working or hustling like a hundred times harder than what you actually can type stuff mm. just because of what you see but it, it, it really only show you that it's, it's feasible but everybody's journey happens at everybody else's own like very own pace type stuff like that so i i, I try not to I try not to put too much idea on it, but at the same time, I'm rushing against my own time clock. Mm. Like, I think about, like, my family. I want to see certain people there when I make it to certain places. I want to bring certain people with me. Mm. I know certain people are still in the hood right now, so I'm trying to, you know, get to where I got to get to in order to bring them out, you know, as soon as I possibly can because, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because time is the ultimate luxury that you can't get back. But at the same time, it takes time to get what you want. Exactly, exactly. So you got to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. That part, you got to make sacrifices. So talk to us about your sacrifices. Like, what are some things that you had to sacrifice in order to get to where you are? Have you been in a scenario where, man, I can't pay this light bill because I got to go to the studio, man. I can't go oh, to the that, that was before the deal. That was before <laughs> the deal. Yeah, yeah, that was before the deal. Sometimes you give up absolutely anything. It might be time and it's so after the deal. It's not necessarily bills that I'm worried about, but it's... It's the time that I can't get back with, like, family afterwards. Like, you know, leaving out, coming out to Atlanta. I'm enjoying myself and stuff like that. But 
after you do it so many times, so many years after, you be like, damn, it's been about four or five years since I, you know, been back to the crib. I probably hugged my mom's probably like twice, three times in the past four years. Like, mm. you start to think about stuff like that. You got to weigh the option, like, but you're trying to buy her this new crib, so she got to. She gotta hold that down right now. Yeah, dope. sacrifices. Yeah, the sacrifices. Hey, they're 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 necessary, but they pay off in the end. They pay off in the end. You gotta stay consistent though. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't halfway it. If you halfway it, then it's just you're doing it for nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. You dropping gems, man. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> infinite vibes, man. <laughs> Absolutely, this is what we are. So even with the success of music. We all come into things when it comes to people who may not necessarily see the vision. So, did you experience people not necessarily taking you serious when you said you wanted to be an artist? Yeah, it's it's always like that, especially from the city. It's I wouldn't call it like crabs in a barrel, but that's kind of what it is. It's the mentality of it. Like naturally, people that project whatever insecurities or whatever misfortunes in life that they've had onto somebody else when it comes in and in, to thinking whether something could be feasible for them to even succeed it possibly mm-hmm. so like when i first said that i was gonna start rap rapping of course people who have been before me rapping like what how you supposed to do this thing i've been doing this with da 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 but you not nice like me like that they part. never yeah, yeah they'll never <laughs> say you're not nice like me so you know for a fact like since the beginning you're like face the haters and stuff like that but if you quit after the first time and somebody telling you no, then you just you wasn't built for the rap game. Like, that part. It's it's gonna come with it, man. Sometimes people ain't gonna believe until they believe. Yeah, now nah, that's real. That's real, that holy feel. So what if what are some of outside of just a deal, what are some of your personal goals that you checked off of your list? Like what are some things that okay, when I first started rapping, I wanted to do this and I did that. What are some things that you wanna uh, share? I say I say honestly, like most most of my my goals be just in life, like going places. Like my first time leaving out the country, I marked that off. I got my passport for the first time. You know, I ain't got no felonies and nothing like that. There so we go. yeah, I had to take care of that. I had to take care of that. Whatever. So boom, did that. I really want to go to Canada. I ain't never been to Canada before. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Amsterdam. So like those are like the things that I really want to mark off. You know, getting my mom's a new crib or a car. Those are my type of goals. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. So I'm just curious to know because you said that you started rapping. At 14 And you had your first Studio session A few years after that yeah. So What was Your first studio session Like you know Just being uh, in the booth For the first time <laughs> Cause I it can be intimidating I ain't gonna lie to you I ain't gonna lie to you I'm It was a, it, It's definitely A different ball game Cause like before then I was just freestyling The hood type stuff like that I got right. mad videos Freestyling random hoods but when you get into that booth, it's a whole nother animal because you got to actually listen back for like replayable value type stuff like that. You right. hear all the all the mis- missteps that you might make in the flow and stuff like that. got to piece that together. And then eventually when it turned into like me trying to put melodies to stuff, me trying to learn how to sing for the first time is when things got like super, super difficult. Yeah. So now it's like I'm, every time I go to the studio, I'm locked in. I don't even like, I don't like no audience in there. It's just mm-hmm. me, the engineer. If it is an engineer, sometimes I just record myself type stuff, knock it all out that way. But as much like peace and solace that I can get inside of a studio, the better. Yeah. yeah, that's good because everybody got their way of creating. Because you know, it's not like going to a studio session. It's twenty eight thousand people in there. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a it's a feng shui thing. Like the energy got to be right. Sometimes it's cool for it type of stuff. If I'm turning up inside of the booth, all right, bet you know you might feed off the energy of the people outside the studio. Mm. But when it's like when you venting on the track, when you vent, you don't want nobody in the room. Mm. You don't want nobody putting their ideas in there. Not not at least. During the baby stages of your song Because you got to get it to where it needs to be For them to even see where you're trying to take it Right 
Mm-hmm. Nah, that's real deal. It's a science, field. man. It's a science. Mm-hmm. You sound like you've been studying the game for a minute, so I, I just, I just love this rap shit, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love this rap shit. I take it passionately for a yeah. fact. Who are some of your, um, you know, inspirations behind this? Like any artists that you look up to and or want to work with? Um, I, I say, I say, of course, Jay, of course, Jay. It's only right. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Without without even the affiliation type stuff, without even affiliation, I I genuinely mess with because it's poetry. Yeah. It's poetry the way that he writes his poetry. Um, one of my favorite albums from right now is the, is the 444. That one grew on me. But like mm. just seeing it packaged and everything with the videos, everything like it's it's the poetry behind it. It's the poetry behind it. Mm-hmm. But I say him. Uh, of course, Kendrick. Yeah. I mess with the 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 sequence of the, of his albums and stuff like that. Yeah. I mess with albums that you know you gotta listen to it back a couple more times. He is like, definitely the king yeah. of cohesiveness. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Yeah, his albums no be fast so cohesive. Music, no fast food music. Um, and I say probably last like inspiration wise, low key, low key probably Frank. Frank Ocean. Yeah, Frank, Frank, Frank. Okay. It's a it's a song that he got called uh, called Nights, mm. but. I was watching some like it was a breakdown like somebody did like this breakdown on the way like the 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 dun 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 like the switch in the music or something right. like that. It's the science behind it uh, how like the brain work when it's listening to that song and that's why everybody got the same reaction when they listen to that song when it dropped like that. Mm. So me hearing that or like studying that made me start li- looking more into like his catalog. He do that a lot with his work. So I started paying attention to like it's not necessarily what you say, but it's how you make the person feel when they listen to your music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because like with Frank Ocean, Novocaine, it's such a lit song, but it's deep down depressing. Like when you listen to it, like when you really, like Frank, I get what you're saying. Like it's like, yo, we're not supposed to be turning up to this. It's like pumped up kicks. I ain't even like, it's like pumped up kicks. It's like this song is low key sad. (laughs) Low key, but hey, when you're an artist, that's what comes with it. Mm, So, you know, speaking of an artist, you know, you were discovered by an artist. Uh, Much love to Memphis Bleak. Yeah, um, he's definitely absolutely, He's absolutely a legend One of the faces of Rockefeller One of the greatest hip hop labels ever So um, Was it the song itself that you put out That got you discovered Or were y'all like building before then uh, No, nah, nah, it, it was the song itself No regrets mm-hmm. I put So I put that one out originally uh, As an independent artist Okay I put it out on YouTube um, And there was this chick who was playing this song Got this kickback mm-hmm. It just so happened to be an A&R at from Rock Nation So he heard the record at the kickback mm-hmm. When she was playing it uh, Allentown, PA That's where she was at Shout out to Allentown But mm-hmm. he heard the record And was like Yo, what, what's homeboy information? Da 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 And she was like Oh, this is like This is my guy Da 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 So he, uh, she sent him the information he, he reached out to me Probably like a week later I got the call from like Bleak Because he was mm-hmm. like Yo, this I know somebody who knows somebody He could probably try tapping in Da 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 You ain't got to believe in me now But if it work out You know, give me six months If we can make something happen We can make something happen Okay I got the call back in like a week He was like Yo, I need like two more records This No Regrets record is the one But I need like two more records To make sure I'm like, alright, cool So I sent him out uh, Which are Y'all hear now Love is Overrated Yeah And After the Deal Was the two records that I sent him He was like here we go. Bring him on, yeah, bring him on, bring him on. He ready, he ready for it. So what was that like? Because, you know, Memphis Bleak, in my honest opinion, he's one of these, like, faces in hip-hop. He's done so much, but he's so, like, behind the scenes now. Mm-hmm. So what, yeah, he on the CEO vibes. Yeah. yeah. He on the CEO vibes. So, you know, what was that feeling like for you to know that this guy who's done so much in hip-hop already has is reaching out to me? You know what I mean? I ain't going to lie to you. I, it ain't really hit me until I – 
officially like went out to New York to go be like, all right, cool, this is gonna happen. We were sitting inside of the offices and stuff like that. Right. It took until that moment to be like, okay, this is real. Because mm-hmm. at first, even still through the phone call, I'm like, I could be talking to anybody. I could that be talking part. to anybody. It. Yeah. So I, when I went out to New York, that was my first time even getting on the plane. So that made it like even more bigger than what it actually could have been type stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's my first time getting on the plane, landing in New York. Got picked up by a homie who, who reached out to me originally. Right. Took me back to the hotel. It was like, Probably like 11 niggas in a hotel smoking out the hotel. They go bleak. Yo, what up? Word. Yo, I'm like, oh shit, damn, I'm really here. You really in New York. You really feeling that Marcy energy. Thanks, thanks. Like, I'm pretty sure everybody in the room had all Timberland boots. Everybody in the room had, I had Timberland boots on too. No (laughs) cap, no cap. Beautiful stuff, man. Beautiful stuff, man. So, like, what are some of your bucket list things, man? Like, what are some things that you want to do before all of this is over with, bro? Uh,. I don't know. I got to bring Grammys in. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got to bring Grammys in. If I don't do that, then I ain't really doing it for no reason type stuff. Um, besides that, probably like world tours. There we go. I say world tours, Grammys, Grammy committee. Mm-hmm. I want to start something inside of my city. Something for like black entrepreneurs or just minority entrepreneurs and stuff like that. It ain't even got to be music, but just some type of program, like an accelerator program or something like that. Maybe a grant funding, something. Right. Yeah, so what are some yeah, other things that probably. you said again? I may cut you off. Just like, oh no, I said it's probably like my top three. Like beautiful, top three. Yeah. beautiful. Like, are there some other things in particular that you want to bring to your city specifically outside of just you know like the Grammy thing? Like maybe going to talk to the kids at the schools. Like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah. no, for a fact, we're doing that now. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we pull yeah. into the schools now. We pull into the schools now. I was just at uh, Rupert's Key not too long ago mm. for City Year and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. to the kids about gun violence because we dropped a song called More Love. Mm. I think that was probably like my second single that we dropped. Yeah, for the EP, I think that was like my second single. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talking about gun violence inside of the city, it's like the back to the Pfizer stuff. Like, yeah. You really got to tap in with the kids. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I'm telling you, they be like 12, 13, 14, turn it up now. Like everybody running around with a pistol. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy times we living in. Play, pray for the world, I'm man. I'm trying to tell you. I'm hey, trying man. to tell you. Little kids what? working around with AR 15s. Hey, man. What? Hey. I'm trying to tell you. No remorse. No remorse. It's bad out there. It's bad. Yeah, dope, man. But we definitely got somebody like yourself that's on your way to changing the pace. So talk to us about this record that you have now. Like, what was the inspiration behind it? The which you said the songs out right yeah, now. The one that you um, you pushing right now. I I say I say just real life. To be honest, it's just real life. Everything that's like pretty much happening right now. The mm-hmm. Ups and downs. It being in the music industry. Everything that's happening at the crib. The the chips on my shoulder that I still deal with today. Like absolutely anything that's going into my brain is pretty pretty much on that tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So like, can by the end of the year we expect the album? Like, what are some of the goals for? Nah, my- nah, nah. Not by the end of the year, but the the album is definitely next to come. Okay. It's definitely next to come We probably got some more singles Coming out in the summertime mm. Definitely gonna try to heat stuff up But yeah We just dropped this EP So we gonna let that rock out For a little bit man I'm trying yeah. to tell you 7 for 7 No misses on that <laughs> No for misses real, for real. 7 no misses. is a lucky number too mm, That part Absolutely That part Beautiful stuff, man. Well, we definitely rock it with you. You know, um, I'm definitely excited to see what you become as you make your way throughout the industry. And uh, for what I could tell, you really in good hands. Oh, yeah, man. We tuned in. We tuned in for a fact. They know what's going on. I know what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful stuff, man. So one thing about Infinite Vibes before we wrap, we always like to ask our guests to just leave positive words or affirmation. So what are some advice that you could provide to anybody that's just on their way trying to get like you, big dog? I say... 
I say stay true to you. Stay true to you. It's the same words that was told to me from Bleak. Stay true to you. Like, never try to follow somebody else's path thinking that you're going to get to where you're going to get to quicker because you might miss your route trying to chase somebody else's. So stay true to you. Always follow whatever feel good to you. If it don't feel right, then you shouldn't do it. If it don't move your soul, then don't move your finger. Mm-hmm. I say that for a fact, for a fact. That's a bar, man. Definitely rocking with those gems, rocking those jewels. You popped off the interview with the gems, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's a look. Artist, take advice, tap in. He's serious about his craft. Tap in. You and know make sure you follow me on IG. My bad. That's not you. Make good. sure you follow me on IG at Who Is Huey on every single other social media platform. Same thing, Who Is Huey You can follow me on Apple Music, Huey Shout out to Title, because Title always showing love. Shout hey. out to Duce. Shout out to Infinite Vibes, hey. man. You already know what's going on. Huey V in the building, folks. That is. It's Infinite Vibes There it is The man Huey V Milwaukee Atlanta Connection Hey Mm -hmm. stay tuned Buddy on his way Love